This is the Ali Le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another edition of Ali Le Rouge, and we are back, raring to go after our close season break. We've got regular guests Steph Jones, Keith Colvin, and Stephen Monaghan. And this will be a fun-packed episode coming live from Concert Square. Uh, not really, we're all on Zoom. <laughs> but uh, So what's it been like in the close season? I mean, uh, we all needed a bit of a break after Paris, didn't we, Steph? You know, but I think Very now... So, yeah. yeah, I think now we're all ready to go, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, obviously Paris was... I think the, the overwhelming feeling after Paris was shock. And um, sort of feeling kind of powerless but knowing that we have to you know move on and get things started um in you know a defense yeah um i haven't actually given the game a second thought no um, no i don't think anyone has um and you know kind of it's it's almost like it didn't happen it's like the the actual game didn't take place but um it also seems a long time ago now yeah and this has been like it's been a much it's only two weeks, I think, we're starting the season earlier than normal, aren't we? But it does seem yeah. like it's been a short break. But, um, yeah, as the days have gone by, getting excited now. Yeah. Keith, I mean, we, I think we all needed that break, didn't we? But, I mean, is your, have your, is your appetite back, is it? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, the, the Paris game, obviously, as Steph said, you know what I mean? It was, it was something you'd never thought you'd see again, to be honest with you. And, obviously... I think it took everyone by surprise the way it all panned out and, and the aftermath was, you know, even worse in some respects, wasn't it? Because of the way they started to once again blame the fans and this, that and the other. And that sort of took a while to settle down, didn't it? It's still not settled yeah. down now, but if I look at it. But yeah, I think, you know, as Steph says, it's not that long ago, but it's just, it's a big enough break in some respects to sort of to sort of re re energize yourself and then get back into the into the swing of things. And obviously you've you know we've made a couple of signings. Uh, obviously Mane's gone, but which is a shame. But no, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the season. Yeah. Mano, uh, what have you been doing over summer? Have you been going doing a bit of DIY? Have been going to supermarket football? What's your women's football? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, we've got to congratulate you've got to congratulate them, haven't we? I mean it was yeah. you know Listen, yeah. if there's a ball getting played, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? As we just said there, you know, Paris was a shock to us, to us all. We, we thought we'd never seen something like that again, watching the football team. Yeah. Uh, and it, it took a, a good few weeks after it to, to settle the shock down in, inside everyone. Um, me personally, I, I'm always I'm always glad to have a break because it, it's yeah. a long season. You know, you travel up and down the country every, every other week. Uh, and I embrace the break, to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, after you know going to the Chelsea Shea last week, and um, I think we're ready for it now. For, yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. Fulham. Well, I mean, there's been you know quite quite a bit of activity over the summer. I mean, you know, Salah signed his new contract, and it's great to see Jota signing a new deal the other day. Um, I mean, people forget, you know, but he was he had uh, the second most appearances last season. I think it was fifty five. It's only beaten by Jordan Henderson, 57 appearances in all competitions. And he scored 21 goals, you know, so he's a he's a brilliant asset to the team, isn't he, Stefan? Especially with uh, bringing Nunes in and Salah doing his contract. It, it, it's great to see all these, 
uh, quality players getting long-term contracts, isn't it, Steph? Defo. Um, I think with Jota, um, it is easy to forget what he's done because Salah and Mane, you know, they kind of still took all the headlines. If they weren't playing well, they still took the headlines. Yeah. Um, and and now it's a shame that he's injured for the start of the season. Um, watching the Community Shield on telly the other day, he looked really, really kind of hacked off to even be there picking up a medal because um, he wasn't yeah. on the pitch. But, um, yeah, he's really young. Is he 24? Yeah, I think so. Um, and so to have him on a long-term contract is great. Um, and to have the option of him as well. You know, we've got a really, really strong forward line now. Yeah, Keith, I mean, I mean, obviously it was great news, Salah. We, did, we didn't want a season where Willie won't, won't he? You know, and, and he, he looks like... He's uh, re-energised now, doesn't he? Looks like the salad of old rather than the salad of the last of the last part of last season, you know. Yeah, definitely. You know, <clears throat> I said when he see uh, the Charity Shield game myself personally, and he looked, you know, back to his to his best. He was, you know, he was hungry. He was chasing the ball. He was doing everything that he that he normally does. You know, I think obviously the contract situation plus the Africa Cup of Nations defeat. I think that knocked a bit of a spirit out of him after Christmas, to be honest with you. And the longer it rumbled on. The way it should become, but you know, even then, he was still doing this. And you can't criticize Mo Salah, I don't, and anyone who does it, absolutely stupid. You know, <laughs> yeah. anyone's entitled to have a bit of an off time in any period of the season, but he, you know, you can count on one hand the amount of bad games that he's had in the time he's been yeah. at the club, never mind since Christmas. So he's entitled to that, but I think you did see a different Mo Salah, he was a bit freer, he's a bit more springing his step against City. Um, and it's, it's great, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I saw him smile. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's a human being like the rest of us, and you know, he's, he seems to be a very humble man. I think he just wanted to sort his contract out, and he just wanted what he thought he deserved. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we said this a million times. If Mo Salah would have gone, what would have cost him? Would replace him? Uh, a lot yeah. more than what it would have done to pay him. So you know, I know he's going to go a, eventually, but you, you Liverpool in the time have kept the best players till the very end of the contract. Of the time of Nina, then they move on. That's what we should and be I think doing. If, if he hadn't signed and we'd all like speculation in the press and his agent leaking stupid tweets, you know, it would have been a, a terrible start to the season, wouldn't it, Mono? Yeah, that, that would have come right into the season. You know, I think we said it near it, the end of last season, to be honest. Um, the jury would have been out with him. You know, once he started, would have started having a, a few bad games. Yeah, at the start of this season, not with us, by the way, but you know, with social media and it can be yeah, yeah. as we all know. Uh, but you know, that that comes on to the pitch, you know, whether we like it or not. Um, uh, and for him to, to sign a contract that there's no more made up than me, um, because as you say, it, it one or two bad games or bad performances where you think oh, he's not giving his all, he doesn't want to be here, that, that'll come on to the crowd then, and then yeah, it's, it's a knock on effect. But now it's it's totally transformed the club. You know, he's the the signings in the last couple of months of of uh, Klopp and and Salah yeah. is it, transformed Liverpool. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. never mind Nunes, but it, yeah. it's just it's just it's sort of to another level again. Now it's, you know, thinking we we've got a great future. You know, you know the next uh, three or four years. You know, yeah. while Klopp's in charge, you know, a few more years, and and obviously Salah and and we've, we've replaced just money. A, yeah, we just got to pinch ourselves, haven't we? You know, these it's on an unbelievable period, and it's all it's all been down to Klopp, hasn't it? Let's face since it since he's I mean, come, yeah, of course, yeah. 
Steph, does anyone enjoy pre-season more than Jürgen Klopp? He seems to be <laughs> running around with a permanent smile on his face because he's with the players all the time, isn't he, in the camps? And he just seems to be having a brilliant time, doesn't he? Yeah, he just, he just I think, obviously loves being in that group. Um, yeah. You know, kind of with his staff. And um, I've been reading little bits of Pep Linder's book and, like, you know, little um, anecdotes about yeah. him and stuff that he does. And kind of everything you read about him, you just... You kind of think, oh, there must be something that's not great about him, but it's really <laughs> hard to find it. You know, yeah, no one yeah. seems to have a bad word to say no, about him. And, no. you know, he's there kind of, as you say, in pre season, he's at the side of the pitches. You know, he's kind of laughing with them all, mm. you know, kind of talking to them individually. And every mm. one of them must feel really special, I think, yeah, to him. Yeah. And feel that they are part of, you know, part of this group that I know we talked about a lot and obviously as it stars, but. I mean, for those for people like Nunes to come in and Carvalho, particularly Carvalho, you know, like a young lad who kind of yeah. he's been hyped over last season that he was coming, must be like really nervy. And I'm sure he just puts them at ease. Yeah, yeah. Just gives them the hug, doesn't he? Gives them the hug, doesn't he? Allez <laughs> Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Well, Keith, we saw him. You know, maybe a sign of what, what's to come, you know, with um, Liverpool and City or last Saturday. And in a way, both have got to adapt to a new style of play, haven't they? Because Haaland is, you know, is a natural centre forward. And so was Nunes, really, isn't he? And there's been lots of uh, speculation in the press this week that this is the chance for Naby Keita to come in, putting those through balls, um, defence splitting balls for Nunes to run onto. But do you think team, teams, you know, Liverpool and City will have to adapt to the new signings, won't they? I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Liverpool will. I think City will. I think Liverpool, the way we play at football, you know, we throw a lot of crosses in the box, don't we, from Vincent yeah. and uh, Andy Robertson on the left. You know, that's our main outlet, isn't it? You know, they get fast, they get forward quick and get it in the box quick. And I think that'll suit Nunes down to the ground. I think Haaland, because of the way City tied, you know, there's a couple of instances on, on Saturday where he made runs and he, and good players, like said, De Bruyne, ch- chose not to pass the ball and went back and started to build a, a move up again. They try and walk in the, in the, into the net. We don't do that. We're a fast forward moving side. And I don't, I really don't think we'll have to adapt as much as some people may, or Nunes will, uh, to, to us. I think he'll be a, a good fit for us. He's good in the air. He's a big lad. You know, we throw a lot, we throw a lot of crosses into the box from wide areas. And very good quality yeah. ones. We just need someone sometimes to get on the end of them a bit more. And I think he'll do it. Yeah. Mono, in terms of um, last Saturday, I mean, his, his movement was exceptional, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought, he, he, you know, when he when he come on, he, he, um, he got he got the pace of the game. Uh, and even the goal, you know, as Keith said there, we've got strength and Robbo throwing him in from either wings. It was a classic Sasha to Keegan, headed yeah, out yeah. and he headed it in. Won't it really? So that's that's what we're going to get out of him, you know, the little fox in the box as well. Well, a big fox yeah. in the box, you know, because he, he's he's uh, you know, he shows yeah. goals, you know, yeah. and he, he's going to be a great asset to us, you know. We, uh, yeah, listen, Manny, we all thought you'd never replace him the way you know, he was brilliant for us over, over the yeah, years, he Manny. Was, yeah. even last season, yeah. I thought he was he was fantastic for us, but hopefully, you know, I think Nunes might, um, you've seen a pre season where it was. People are a bit negative towards him, but give the give the lad a chance. You know, he's only just come, and he's got to get his obviously his fitness and the, and the style of play that we want to play uh, with him. Well, you got to remember, 
Ian Rush was written off, wasn't he? By, of course, yeah. By yeah. Uh, directors at the club after yeah. a few months, you know. But I mean, all that nonsense stuff on on Twitter about Nuna. I mean, it's just it's just madness, isn't it? You know, it's ridiculous. I do you know what I find the most hard to understand is how somebody can actually be bothered to type the nonsense that they do. I mean, that takes <laughs> time and effort, and you yeah. think it's like it's pre-season. He hasn't scored in a couple of games. Flop. Most expensive flop ever. You know, we've lost yeah. him. It's just, it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. You don't follow that, Keith, do you? Because you're in, you're in the real no, world, aren't you? I'm at a, yeah, I'm at a, I'm a stuck, stuck in the mud. Tired old man, basically. Now, I, I do a, I <laughs> I do a bit of it. I know, yeah. I do a bit of it. And obviously, as I said, you know, I think, I, I've said this to Mono loads of times, the, the more notice you take of it, the more uh, credence you give it. It's dead easy to say, take it, don't take it, you know, so get that. But I don't yeah. know why people even get involved in, in, in even arguing with people like that. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. especially. Yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, Sackley's game, no, who, who, who else impressed you? I thought um, Salah was brilliant. Sorry, yeah. I thought Salah was excellent. You know, go back to what we just said before with him. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the signing of the contract. I, I think he's got it. He, he, he's up to his game even better. Yeah. It, I, I, if he I, can I, do that. I thought that the three set the three midfielders were outstanding. You started yeah. the game. Thought Anderson, um, Thiago, and uh, it was fantastic. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that they just he was just so out of state away. You know, it was apparent. We you can see we were fitted on them. Obviously, they hadn't played as many games, yeah. but the way they went about them and got stuck into them, I was made up to be honest. Yeah, talk about uh, you know obviously with uh, Oxley Chamberlain being out and. Uh, Curtis Young's been, you know, waiting the results of um, of a scan, aren't we? But there's talk even before we've kicked a ball uh, in serious, you know, was serious game. Um, you know, they were a bit short in midfield. I mean, do you think that's the case? Or I mean, we've got the youngsters coming through, haven't we? Well, you got Milner there. Milner's still as fit as anybody else, isn't he? He can. I said the youngsters. Play, <laughs> yeah, no problem saying you got Milner there, haven't you? He can play anywhere. And going yeah. back to what you said before about Klopp and bringing these players in, the biggest thing about Klopp's sort of what he says, what he yeah. says, he backs up by what he does. He gives the yeah. people a chance, doesn't he? Yeah, a lot yeah, of managers yeah, say yeah. a lot of things and don't back it up by, by the yeah. deeds. Klopp gives the kids a chance. He, you know, he's done it with them yeah. all, hasn't he? And so I think he, he, it's, like, it's, like with, uh, it's like with uh, Van Dijk, isn't he? He waited for Van Dijk, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't make a panic buy. And presumably he's waiting for Bellingham, isn't he? Yeah. Jeez, I mean, that's the yeah. speculation, isn't it? I think, Steph, to, I mean, well, we're thinking of those injuries. I mean, I don't want to sound like harsh or snide, but will we miss Oxley Chamberlain that much? Because he, unfortunately, he. I hope Oxley's not listening to this. Eh? <laughs> I hope Oxley's not listening to this. I mean, he's great when he plays, but he, you know, he, he's he's been really unfortunate since yeah, he joined yeah. us. I mean. He was, um, he was on fire, wasn't he, till he got injured, knee yeah. ligaments injury. See, what, what Klopp's been saying, Peter, um, when he's been questioning over getting another midfielder and, yeah. you know, everyone's having a goal kind of thing, he said, you've got eight midfielders there. Yeah. You know, we've got Elias, you know, you come in, he just said he got Miller, you know, there's, there's Curtis Jones, you know, there's, there's eight of them. So that's what he's thinking. But if you, if you lose one, two or three, quick and quick, quick succession, yeah, and that's that's the thought of you know yeah. why you're doing it. But you know you brought up Bellingham, you could get injured. So that's the way football is. So you can't keep harping on about 
what can or what can't be. But if mm. he's saying we've got eight, you know, roundabout eight uh, midfielders who we can pick from, uh, you know, either time or make make all these substitutes that he can make now, which we probably yeah. saw back hours after. Um, so that's what he'll think he'll do. Yeah. So we're playing um, Fulham, newly promoted. You know, did very well last year. But, you know, we've got one of these, you know, Cavalio, one of the star players, haven't we? But the last time, if you remember, the last time we played Fulham, it was the uh, sixth defeat on a run at Anfield when we, we lost six on the run at Anfield. And it was March 21. Fake news. And it was 1-0. That didn't happen, did it? <laughs> that didn't happen, did it? Because there was no one in the ground, so it didn't happen. Was that a nightmare? I mean, that's the last time he played them, but it's going to be a completely different match on Saturday, isn't it, Steph? I mean, you know, obviously it'll be the, um, you know, the promoted team excitement at the ground and all that. But what might temper that is an half twelve kickoff, which is, <laughs> is not ideal, is it? No, it isn't. Um, I think it's last year we played Norwich in the opening game, didn't we? They just come up. Yeah. And I think Leeds the year before, so it seems to be for the minute like a recurring theme. But... And Norris the year before that, and we won the yeah. league. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. At all, it's a conspiracy. Don't you listen to Twitter? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't see that. I can't see anything other than a win, and that's because I would say that against whoever we were playing. Yeah. Um, but it is the first game, and it is, you know, they're going to be really up for it, and they're in there like kind of. Their stadium has been redone and and all that. So for them, I suppose it's it's a big chance for them. But I can't see that um, anything other than a win for us. Yeah, yeah. Keith, are you you know confident? Yeah, definitely. I, I watched Fulham a few times last year and and they're a good little footballing side. Um, as yeah. you say, Carvalho. We try and play. Yeah, Carvalho was you know a star player and obviously he's left, but they still got an half decent side. That Mitrovic can be dangerous. Give half yeah. a chance. You know he's a He's a handful, isn't he? Um, but we got, you know, whoever plays, you know, I know Canate got a bit of a knock at the weekend, I think, did he? He did, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, but whoever plays centre-half can can probably deal with, with him quite comfortably, hopefully. And I think it's it's looking like Alisson's going to be back, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, as Steph said, if we were playing Man City on Saturday, I'd expect us to win. So, I'm not going to change my mind because we're playing Fulham away on the first game of the season yeah. and the, the promoted side. But it will, you know, it's normally good atmosphere there anyway, isn't it? Um, yeah, so yeah. with the new stand that they've just had built, it's going to increase the capacity and noise levels, I suppose. But that'll suit us, you know. We won't be phased by that, will we? No, no, Mano. I mean, what are you, you know, what's it, how's the how's the day gonna pan out? Um, six o'clock train, <laughs> so it's, early, it's an early start. As like Stephen Key just said, you know, I'm going for the win, you know, uh, I think we're too good. Uh, it's not being bigger, there's not, you know, yeah. Just, what we said earlier on again, I just think Klopp's just, you know, we, we've gone to another level. You know, when we played City the other, last week, um, there was two great teams going at each other again. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we're going to get all season yeah. between the two of us. So I think it's just going to be a, a, a decent win for Liverpool on, on Saturday. Yeah. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. So there's quite a few new things being uh, adopted by the Premier League for uh, for this season. One of them is the five substitute rule. Um, is this going to favour Steph? Is this going to favour the teams like Liverpool and Man City? A lot of 
a lot of the clubs were moaning that it would or do you think it's going to help everyone um i think it probably will help the bigger teams more um because of the quality of subs we can bring on yeah um yeah. as far you know and but then again it, it you can name nine you can name nine on the bench now it was seven last season Right. So, so I mean, obviously, if you've got a bigger squad, that's going to help you, doesn't it? You know. Of course it is. Um, and you know, you can kind of you be able to, you know, adjust as the game goes who you're going to bring on, and you know that might be, um, or that won't be as easy um, for the the smaller teams. Yeah. Well, see, um, Marco Silva said this this week. He said he when he was asked, he ready for the season. He said no. He said we've only got sixteen full squad players. You know. Right. Uh, he said, "Well, the players are ready for Saturday, but the squad's not ready for the season." You know, so I think that's that's a problem with for teams like that, isn't it? But with the likes of Liverpool and City, you know, well, I can I mean, see you've why. Got, Sorry, you've got to realise that you know the teams wanted this because of the number of injuries, isn't it? And the number of games they're playing, you know, and I think that's that's only fair, isn't it, as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. For the bigger teams, it will hopefully kind of be a barrier, you know, against more injuries. Because um, all the top, I mean, I know we play with incredible intensity, but all the top teams play with intensity and they're fast. And, you know, two, three games a week, it is going to impact. Um, so I think it is, it is a good thing um, for us. Um, maybe not so great for the smaller clubs. Yeah, uh, Keith. I mean, do you think there's too much tinkering around with various things, Keith? I mean, what do you mean the rules of the game? Yeah, you know, like um, like the substitutions thing, and you know, I mean, I know things always develop, but yeah, you know, there's um, there's a new rule about the goalkeeper, isn't it? And, and um, staying on his line, you know, you've got to have one foot either on the line or in all the game, you can't move off his line. <laughs> for penalties, that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's been the yeah. same anyway. It's always been there anyway, isn't it? No, it's a, it's, it's a new technical rule. That, uh, They've always you know, had that, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, but there's a new rule coming. How and, can you um, make a new rule for something that's not changed? Didn't you always have to change that? That's what it says on the it's Premier League website. I don't whoever's made that up, I don't know. The position of the goalkeeper before and when any penalty kick is taken has been amended. Is this because some of them stand behind the line and run out? Yeah, I think so. You've got to have when the ball is kicked, the defending the goalkeeper must have at least part of one foot touching or in line or behind the goal line. Yeah, so because some of them stand behind and then sort of jump out, don't they? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah so I think just to stop that happening, you know. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it did. They just, they just. Change the rules for the sake of changing rules. It's absolutely ridiculous, some of it. But, you know, going back to the subs, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, you know, players moan, you don't get a chance. So you've got a big squad, you keep, you put them on the bench and you can bring them on and play them, can't you? Yeah. Um, plus, these, of course, smaller sides have spent a lot of money in the time, haven't they? They haven't been, yeah, no, they've all had a lot of money to spend. You like yeah. your Everton's and all them. They've all had squads that are, that they've had, that are capable, that they want to go and compete. So it's not our fault or the bigger no. sides. About that they haven't spent their money properly, you know what I mean? So you've just got you know, managers who are bonkers, aren't they? Yeah. So <laughs> if we say say Liverpool or City are playing somebody and and they're giving them an absolute tonking, you know, we used to say that that team then doesn't bring on five defenders. Uh, was it five defenders? Can bring five on now? 
five defenders on in three in three's chance to shut shot yeah. off to, to get a point. So it, it could suit them as much as anybody else. It, mm-hmm. But you're right, you have tinkered with the rules too much for too far, too, too long, haven't they? It's ridiculous now. Yeah. We've also got um we've got retiring referees, Mono. Are you gonna be sad to see some of them go? Mike Dean, mm-hmm. Jonathan Moss, Martin. Good Martin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, bring, Kevin, back Rod, bring back Kevin Rodney Kevin K. Patrick. Well. But we've got new referees, so do we got new hate figures? I don't know if you've oh, heard of any of these. Well, let's, get you to get a dossier going. let's get Let's get it, yeah. Listen, new hate ex- figures. Man in the middle. I know, I know how hard it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't got mopeds to get away on you. <laughs> is this when you were chased off a pitch, Mono, once? Yeah, no, I'd left on my own accord. <laughs> <laughs> on a moped. <laughs> With 20 people running behind you. Yeah, so the new um, the new referee. hate figures are Tom Bramall, Natalie Aspinall, Nick Greenhay, and Steve Meredith. I think probably they've all come up from the championship. I think oh, yeah. is Natalie, obviously, that's a lady. Is she going to be a ref or, or a linesman? Uh, I don't know. It says referees, yeah. It says referees. Oh, yeah, so, so I'm it says, um, she arrives yeah. at the highest level English football boasts an extensive experience both domestically and internationally, including at the Women's World Cup. Well, good luck to them all. It's obviously, over, uh, they, they are, can help them I out. Remember the other year when Chelsea in the Super Cup and that there was a, a lady referee? Yeah. In, was it in Istanbul? She refereed the game, didn't she? Yeah, and mm. she did all right, actually. I thought she yeah. did all okay. right. Steph, are you... Um, I mean, what do you think of the uh, of the retirements and the the new recruits? Do you know any of them, or don't know any of the new recruits? No, um, I don't really. Um, no, don't know any of them at all. Those that have retired, um, particularly, I think John Moss is as modern. Mono said, "Good riddance." Um, <laughs> absolutely hopeless. That Martin I mean, Atkinson, he's terrible. Him. Martin he, was, he was the worst referee. All, I, if they all if they all retired tomorrow, I wouldn't miss any of them, to be honest with you. It's yeah. hard, isn't it? Because yeah. every it's... time there's like an international tournament, the you know, the talk comes up that why are you know kind of continental referees so much better? Um yeah. whether Except they for the Champions League referee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we have last year? He was awful, wasn't he? Okay, was that? But, um, Into Milan, he was awful, wasn't he? Can't remember that one. Yeah, he was awful at Anfield. Yeah, he was, he was bad. I don't know. I can't remember his name. But yeah. I mean, in terms of, you know, obviously it's you know it's high pressure job, isn't it? You know, and like, you know the, you know, I, I, we felt, haven't we, that the standard of refereeing has been better in Europe, hasn't it, Mono? Yeah. Generally, you know, but, but, but uh, you know, hopefully. Like... Hopefully these new recruits uh, have got something about them, you know. Yeah, you, you, all, you, Peter, also VAR, it's got, you know, it's it, yeah. that's changed again, hasn't it? With, with the new line they've got again, how many lines do you want to have? That's what I mean. So it's it's supposed to be unbreakable, really. So that that gets them out of jail a lot, doesn't it? Or does it? You know, because it, yeah. it starts, starts to create a problem. Yeah. All the time, you know. So it's. It's that'll be till up to do with referees, it would be down to VAR as well, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, Those and you were saying before you were saying the linesman can actually flag offside, yeah, they, they can flag now for offside instead of letting it carry on. Is that but, official? Yeah, 
I don't dream about referees, please. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that a long time that's, ago. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so that, that comes with it, you know, everyone moans about that when, you know, because we'll, everyone says it can cause an injury when you don't have, you know, it's blatant, it's offside. Yeah. But what yeah, if it's yeah. a bit tight and he flags? Well, that that's just going to say that because yeah. the reason he let it run and score, they go back and check yeah. it, don't they? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In some respects, you're going to stop the goal scoring opportunity. I, yeah. I think, me personally, go back to put the flag up and forget about it. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah, if, yeah. if it's blatant, yeah. But if it's yeah. tight, we'll just keep it down. You know, I think that'd be the discretion of, uh, of the linesman. Yeah. Well, Steph you, did like very in, yeah. Steph, you did a very interesting uh, season prediction in the Observer last Sunday. Um, do you remember writing that? You said your favourite ground was Goodison? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what were the reasons for that? Um, because it was close by. Because yeah. it was no, it was old fashioned. And we always won. We usually get a result there. I wanted yeah. to put always, but I thought I had to hold back a bit. And also, didn't you say something? Like, and you can never see anything. I said it was also my least favourite ground because you because yeah, yeah. you can't see anything. And also, I did want to put something about the crowd, but I felt I had to. I felt yeah. that would have been a bit, bit well, off. Well, Keith, the supercomputer has done an analysis and put City winning the league and Liverpool a close second. What do you think of computers? That's that's not, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's rocket science, isn't it? You've got to get a computer to come up with that. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been hacked. What's the world coming to? What's <laughs> the God? Fake news. I felt like I'm off the moon, could tell you that. But I think, um, yeah, obviously... It's going to be next. It's like, it is like, yeah. you know, we said this before, haven't we? But it is like two heavyweight boxers, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, anything can happen, really. Anything can happen. I think, obviously, again, the, the games against City home and away are going to be crucial, aren't they, Mono? Yeah. No, last last week, you know, you could see in, in both sets of fans how much Steve wants to win. Yeah. You know, City, after this year, I was only friendly, you know, like, you know, probably Liverpool might have said that. But uh, listen, we both wanted to win last week. It, it was. It was a trophy. Don't care what anyone says. It was a yeah. trophy. Friendly. I don't think Nunes had told it. Been told what it actually meant. <laughs> what, what it meant. <laughs> like, yeah. Running yeah, around like he won the it. European Cup. Yeah. yeah. Well, good on him. You know, that, good yeah. on him. He got a medal out of it, didn't he? Yeah. Scored a yeah. goal. Cracking goal, wasn't it? Flying header. Ah, oh, brilliant so, goal. <laughs> so, Absolutely brilliant goal. But listen, you know, the two, two great teams. Yeah, that's all we can say, and it'll be the same again, going yeah. going so to so, yeah. and maybe it might come down to. Um, the both home games, you know, at our field yeah. and, and the SCR. We're knows? playing, we're the playing. Sorry. Sorry, go on. See, I was just say, the mad thing about it for us is that it comes down to the fact that it's just basically going to win every game, aren't we? Yeah, because we've known that for the last couple of years, haven't we? And just yeah. fell short a couple of times, but that's the standards that both teams have set now, and that's how mad it is, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. maybe Nunes for us because. Going back to City with it, they score goals one, they score goal, more goals than anyone. We we sort of yeah. we come short in a couple of games last year, didn't we? You know, we, mm. we didn't beat Tottenham at home. Um yeah. a couple of tight games, you know, we less than away. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. we where we could have got a, a top and I, I know we had Mane and Salah and everybody else, but Nunes might just be the difference to us in them games. Yeah. That, that's yeah, it, yeah. and then draws into wins because a draw kills you half the time. You you drop mm. two points all the time. A draw is like a loss nowadays, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I hate yeah. the draw. 
Les Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. In 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 terms of like looking at at the season, how it's going to go with. I mean, it's unusual to be playing Man United in August, isn't it, Steph? I mean, it's I can't it's, crazy. it's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I know they're supposedly done by computer again, aren't they? The fixtures, the way they're pulled out, but you don't know. It's not usual that you get a big rival um, mm. in there. Is that our third game? On a Monday night as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. Remember, yeah we're under, um, I think it was under. Oulier still. We played Arsenal, I think, in the second or third game of the season away, yeah. and that was a night game. Um, mm. I think a few players got sent off. It was mad. Vieira got sent off. I think one or two of ours did, and we lost. I think we lost the lead and lost it. So it is. Um, it, it's it's hard playing those big games straight in. But yeah. um, again, it's, I mean, know, just, there's a book just come out, um, Keith, called Red on Red. About and it says on the front the biggest rivalry in world football, Liverpool Man United. Uh, they're actually doing the book launch at Waterstones on Tuesday, the 16th of August. It's Phil McNulty from the BBC and Jim White from the Independent, I think, and they've written this book together. Uh, would you see it as that? As it's it's one of the biggest, isn't it? But you know they're, oh, they're claiming on it. If you're going to call it well, a worldwide rivalry, yeah, obviously, you know, I still think Everton, for me, the derby is just as big as it, to be honest with you. But on a global aspect, yeah, you tend to think it's one of the biggest ones, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Historically, obviously, over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it's been. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's kicked in in the 60s, really, didn't it? Um, yeah. With the, with it was the supposed to be obviously. Shankly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they go the, into that. The great yeah. friendship um, so, between so, Yeah, you, you can understand the logic behind it. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Does it feel as big as it did a few years ago? Yeah, it does. I don't, yeah, it no, does, I yeah. Just, I was just going to say, though, as, as perverse as it sounds, being Man United because the television companies don't see them as a big club anymore or a big threat. And just get it out the way. You don't know, do you? You made an interesting point here. They did an interview the other day and saying it's very rare for both teams to be challenging for the league. I mean, probably... 2008 and 2008 was was one of the exceptions, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but, that's I mean, you know, it's either one club's, well, you know, yeah, excelling like we and, and like one we club's done for 25 years, and then yeah. United, you know, never challenged, but they always beat us more or less, didn't they? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's the way, you know, it's the way around now that we're challenging for trophies, then they're nowhere near us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's one of the biggest games in the world. Obviously, you've got El Clasico. Yeah. And then you've got the uh, the South Americans, you know, River Plate, Boca yeah. Juniors, you know, whatever. Jim, Jim White in the um, in his book claims that he sang "You Never Walk Alone" at, in the fifties at Old Trafford or something because someone did come on the pitch to do Carousel or something. Some absolute bullshit. <laughs> but they <laughs> obviously never, they obviously never adopted it. It might have been on the pitch. I don't know, but there's no seems to be no uh, there's no evidence for it. But it's just it's it's. You know, United fans, a few of them have always said that, haven't they? But it's absolute nonsense, isn't Fake it? Fake news. Know? Fake news again, yeah. Yeah. So, um, just before we finish off, Mono, you, um, you committee member, founder member of the SOS, um, dedicated service over the years. Um, 
Steph, I mean, is there anything you can say about Mono uh, deciding to retire from the SOS? Um, I wish he hadn't. Um, yeah. Gutted that he has. Missing. Um, but I have to. He can never that. leave, can you? He can never properly leave. Like. <laughs> it's out California. Um, but, you know, for he's been, for what he's done, um, for for the union is like kind of you know i doubt could we'll ever be bettered he's um you know yeah. been there from the start and just kind of you know given everything to her thank you yeah. someone said to me the other day um i think it sums up really the heart and soul of the sos <clears throat> oh, keith would you agree with that oh most definitely yeah i think unfortunately and you know normally i'm not one for pulling punches as such i think I think certain people on the committee have underestimated and undervalued Mono's contributions to the union. There's no one who's ever done any more for the union, in my opinion. Um, yeah. You know, I was on there a long time with him myself, and you can see how much it means to him and how much he dedicated most of his life to it. Or not most of his life, sorry. Most of the last, what is it, 12, 13 years, whatever it's been, 14 years. Most yeah. of his li every living 14, breath yeah. was basically given to, to representing people, helping people out. And, you know, a lot of it goes under the radar because of the person that yeah. he is. He doesn't do it for his own self-gratification. Um, but but I know, by because we've all seen him in the last couple of months, six months, nine months, it has got to him and, and it, it shouldn't do that to a person because he doesn't deserve it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he, he has, as Steph, as you said before, he's out and sold the union. <clears throat> and he, he'll never be replaced. And that's a sad thing to say because... The union needs someone like Mono in there to keep. Yeah, in my opinion, you oh, know, people on the But you've also got to, to think. You've Sorry. also got to respect that he. Let's face it, he wants to go to match and enjoy. Well, I, and listen, you know, we've had money conversations. Me and Mono, he'll tell you himself. I totally yeah. agree with what he's done. What I'm trying to say is that the union needs someone like Mono on the committee. That's all I'm saying. Of that type yeah. of bill, and that's easier said than done. I know that, but he's quite entitled to go off, rise off into the sunset on his moped. And enjoy the rest of the, his, his career watching Liverpool. No one else yeah. deserves it more than him, to be totally honest with you, because of all yeah. the crap he's had to put up with over the last whatever years he's had to. Deal but with. improved not only Liverpool fans, but like fans across the country and yeah. across Europe, I suppose, you know, because yeah. of you know the campaigns about tickets and that, you know. So it's, yeah. I'd say from Ali Rouge, it's a big um, uh, thank you, Mono, for all you all your efforts yeah. put into it. It's like Shaggy said in the thought, listen, I've retired from life. <laughs> I've retired from football, but not in, not in total. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm still going to match. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I just, it, it was, you know, the last year or so, it's, you know, you, you, you're a close friends of mine, you're please. I was, you know, species are quite often, and it was, you know what it's like on a committee, it, it can be tough, it can be, it can be stressful. Yeah. You know, and we've all got a life, you know, outside the, the committee. You know, we're yeah. all volunteer. We all we all do our best. You know, we try and do our best. Sometimes mm. it's not good enough, you know, to be honest. But we, we do our best and, and it's it can be very stressful, as I said. Um, I just need a time out, to be honest with you, with yeah. my own family and, and my friends. I just want to go to matching and, and enjoy it. And I can start morning like Kate now with, with our old like so used to, you know, why don't we do this? Why yeah, but I happen? got more. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the message has got, like, we're humbling, to be honest with you, you know, yeah. from, not, not just in Liverpool. Well, I, I said to you, it's like, yeah. it's like being 
It's like what reading your obituary, no, without dying, which is brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Like, it's, you know, everyone wants to go to their own funeral, don't they? In a way, yeah. like, you yeah, know yeah. Mean? See, yeah, see what Can people say about them. Video wedding, show me when you when I do go. No, thanks anyway. Uh, well, yeah, uh, but you'll still be you'll still be coming. You're not retiring from the Alley of Rouge, are you? No, no. I'm still going oh. to match. I'm still having a laugh, still having a yeah. pint. I still be in a twelfth man. Hopefully, Robbie yeah. will give us a bit of discount now. Know what I mean? Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Rob, uh, oh, you know there's a cost of living crisis going on at the moment. You got no chance. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. What? And maybe if you come to the uh, Waterstones, red on red. Yeah, it depends if I'm yes, yeah, from working. What yeah, day is the 16th? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it should be a good night, that because I've heard them. They got interviewed on BBC um, Radio 5 the other day, and they were going into the politics of the two cities. And you know, it was pretty interesting. Oh, that'd be good, yeah. Yeah. What was that day again, Peter? Sorry? What was the date again? It's the 16th, 16th. of August. It's half six in Waterstones, Liverpool one, you know. Hmm. Um, but I think they're trying to give it from both sides, both perspectives, you know. Phil McNulty, I think, is the head of BBC Sport, isn't he? Yeah, he, he used yeah. to like the Echo, didn't he? That's right. He used to like the Echo, yeah. Yeah, Evertonian, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. He's, you know, they said on BBC Radio. I'll be honest with you, when, when, he, when he wrote the Echo, he was good. He, yeah. Yeah. he was good, McNulty. Yeah. Okay, well, it's uh, thanks to everyone for listening all around the, all around the universe, all around the globe. Uh, whatever you do, walking the dog, everyone is just a blood red podcast. Neil Fitz for poetry, emotion, and all the other ones. And hopefully, you'll be listening every couple of weeks during the season. And we'll come out with our um, jaundiced views, our biased views. <laughs> but hopefully, sometimes I'll play the devil's advocate and uh, we can have a laugh as well. Uh, thanks to Mono for all his. Uh, Dedicated work for the SOS and on our Rouge to Keith Colvin and Steph Jones. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. And I think then I will be interviewing um, McNulty and White um, for, the, for the podcast about uh, the Liverpool-Manchester United rivalry just before the Thanks. game against United. You've been listening to the Alley Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.